0: Kristen, and today we're going to get wrecked with Emily Rath. Hello, <laughs> Haley. Do you want to talk about how you met Emily?
1: Um, yeah, like like I like I were actually friends. Um, we are not. <laughs> I mean, I I would like to be your friend. I'm sorry, this is awkward. Um, hi. I went to Steamy LitCon. It was fantastic, and yes. I didn't even know you were there. I have a friend that lives in Anaheim. And she texted me and was like, Hey, there's this romance conference, like where I live. Do you want to come? Mm-hmm. And I was immediately, yes, please. And went out there and yeah. I knew CMNES Costa was going to be there. And, and that was my, um, one of my mm-hmm. driving forces. <laughs> and then when I showed up, everyone mm-hmm. was there. I was I saw you and I was like, oh my yeah. God, Emily Rath is here, Sierra Simotis. I was <laughs> like, what is happening? Um, And yeah. I was so excited. And then you were so sweet and so gracious. And when I was all, hi, please sign my book. Also, a has podcast. Would you like <laughs> to be on podcast? <laughs>
2: yeah yeah i remember because i i mean i love podcasts so i remember when we were chatting about it and it was like yeah totally and i think i surprise people when they'll ask me and when i say yes like like maybe <laughs> i'm saying yes too readily like i don't know but i'm always like yes sure just email me, sure and then you eat you you're like follow up Hi. here i am um <laughs> so I'm i do i want to take a moment
1: to with see like con and just yeah. say how much i appreciate your stickers Oh, it, I did a little book. I had like people sign it and then I did like the stickers in it and I have just like a three page Emily Rath Uh spread of just, I think it's like four pages and it brought me (laughs) so much joy. The fact that I could have like the specific stickers to each of the guys and then your art that you had was just fantastic. And I,
2: that's like guilty pleasure of like you know unwind it, it just uses a different kind of creativity so it's a way that you can just like have your brain brain buzzing you know like if you're just like watching tv i'll just be on canva making stickers and so now at this point my readers would be like oh god because <laughs> i'll
1: just be like <laughs> more stickers <laughs> but it's just, i love like, it just so fun. much and actually you spoiled me because then i would go to other authors and they would not have character related stickers Oh, and I was all, well, I guess I'll have to put this generic random sticker next to your signature. So you don't look lonely in my sticker spread. <laughs> um. Yeah.
2: Well, it kind of becomes a trade-off because like I don't have candy at my table. A lot of authors will have candy. So it's like, you can come to me for free stickers. You can come to other people for free candy. It all just kind of works out to make for a, a fun day all around. But yeah, no, it's, it was really fun. When I saw the list of who was going to Steamy, I was like, oh my gosh, right? <laughs> because some of, some of them are, it's like, it's even weird yeah. like, I'm fangirling. You know, like, um, yeah, that it, it, it's tough when you're an author because you can't really leave your table. So there were a couple of people that I didn't see that the only way I would have seen them is if I had been able to go into the other mm-hmm. room because they had us in two rooms. And so they were in the other room and I never got to go over there. So there were a couple that, I'll just have to like DM or email and be like, sorry, I missed you at Steamy. I wanted to see you, but couldn't. Um, Cause you know, you just get kind of
0: trapped at your own table. Um,
2: but no, that's it. Was that fun. sounds
0: amazing. I can't wait to go to one.
1: <laughs> so our first or my first introduction to you is actually, so a friend of mine put me in a mm-hmm. smut reading Facebook group and every, Everyone was, everyone, sorry, not literally, because like there were like thousands of people in this group, but an overwhelming majority, every time I looked, would check in on it was, have you read Pucking Around? Have you read Pucking Around? Oh my God, you have to read Pucking Around. And so I uh, was not, have not always been a hockey. I became a hockey (laughs) because Kristen- recommended mm-hmm. heated rivalry mm-hmm. by Rachel Reed and I read that and was like hmm? am I <laughs> am I a hockey girl now yeah I think I think I'm a hockey girl now and so then of course I had to read Pucking Around and it was <laughs> it's so, so good. good it was it's was just so good and i did not realize how much of a doorstop it was until i bought because i bought uh-huh.
0: the
1: i, have the, I have the ebook copy of it but i yeah. bought the physical copy at steamy litcon and um, <laughs> i'm still recovery. Should I send you my physical yeah. therapy bill? For yeah, like it was, the hauling, I, I, hauling I got
2: that, that from around. a lot of people when they read it on the ebook, they just kind of had no idea. And then it showed up, you know, at the brick. I had one, she was so funny. She's like over in the UK and like, she's like, it won't fit through my mail slot, you know? So it's like, the, it's just like one of the mail slot. It's like so large that it was delivered. Like it's a doorstop outside the door. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's a why choose. So it's, you know, it's essentially kind of like two, two books in one pretty much is what you're getting. Mm-hmm. To just, I didn't, I could have written it literally as two books, but I was like, it, I just want, I want it to be one story, I want it to be all together, and then I want to move on, you know, to the next grouping. So I just did it as one massive book, and <laughs> damn the consequences. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it was it was perfect, and I think what surprised me, and I probably what surprises, I would assume, everyone mm-hmm. else, is it just reads so well, and the story's so done. It never feels like a slog. You just are, like, trucking through it, and all of a sudden you get to the end. You're just like, okay, that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, of course, read the prequel, and then I, I read the mm-hmm. the follow-up uh, yeah. kind of short story collection and and still was yeah. never, like this is a lot of book. Yeah. It just felt very fast. And then when I got it and you oh, see all heavens. three of them yeah. together, I'm like, Ooh. yeah, I, yeah, no, oh, I mean, it's just, I, I
2: had a lot of fun with it. And I, I think it was hard because, because it's a, it is a hockey romance, but because it is a why choose hockey romance and I'm kind of straddling both those genres. It was like for mm-hmm. why choose readers, why choose readers, just get it. So mm-hmm. if people are in the why choose genre, they're like, you know, she gypped us. It, a lot of times why choose our series and they might even be twice as long, right? To develop all those romantic relationships and friendships mm-hmm. between, you know, the people in a, in a why choose unit like that. Um, so like hockey romance readers that are used to more of like an 80,000 book were like, oh my God, what is this? this is insane. Why <laughs> choose readers are like, it's not insane. Everyone calm down. This is what was, this is what we expected, you know? So it was kind of, I, I was kind of having to hold the hands a little bit of some of the hockey readers of like, come on, welcome to why choose. Cause for a lot, of, <laughs> so many of my readers, they're like, this is my first why choose ever. So it's like, all right. So like, it's a lot, you cannot, you cannot do four romances and mm-hmm. eight different relationship dynamics in 80,000 words. Like, that would no you a, sacrifice you there's sacrifice no so, so much
0: development there's no way yeah.
2: yeah so it's like it's gotta be a bit longer we got a lot of romance to build out four different ones in one book so but it was fun I was I was so appreciative that people gave it the chance that they did of like so many people prefaced it with like I don't understand why this is so long and then a lot of times when they would finish <laughs> they would be like oh I get it like it makes sense that, <laughs> Or, you know, a lot of people were just like, it should have been longer, you know? Um, So yeah, you can't, you can't win. You can't lose or whatever. That's like, people want it shorter. People want it longer and is what it is. I'll keep giving people happily ever after content to, for the ones that want more, 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 more. um, I'll keep doing happily ever after content for you.
0: I can tell you, I was thrilled to see so much Omari in Pucking Wild. So I look forward to whatever you're willing to give us in Pucking Sweet or whatever.
2: (laughs) yeah I think I think with Ilmari what I really wanted with Ilmari in Pucking Wild and I felt like it was just the perfect thing is like in Pucking Around he doesn't really get any page time with anyone outside of the unit like it's Mm -hmm. just Rachel Jake and Caleb so you don't get to see him interact with anyone that's not part of that unit and so I wanted more space to like what is he like as a friend what is he like as you know Um, So I just thought it was really fun to make him be Tess's, you know, Tess's friend and kind of like stuck in the middle a little bit between Tess and Ryan. Um, But I think what we'll see with Pucking Sweet is a lot more Jake and Kay um, as they they find themselves in like the very strange position of being like the sage gaze on the team. (laughs) (laughs) Like now we're the ones of like, come to us for your sage wisdom. You know, it's like no one should ever let Jake give advice to anyone. Um, it's going to be hilarious as, yeah, he's, he's going to be like, I shall be your Merlin and take you <laughs> under my wing. gonna <laughs> be a lot of fun.
1: I, I, so I just yeah, started fucking wild. Yeah. Um, we discussed a little bit Yeah. I, we discussed a little bit before you got on of how I had <laughs> yeah. intentions uh of reading it. And then Sunday was yeah. not a, like it was just an audiobook only day for me. Um and yeah. so I'm about 30% in, but I <laughs> am already obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. So I love I love a good side character, and I think the original quad, they are such the They were Mm -hmm. wonderful main characters, but they are the most delicious side characters. Just, they add that little, like, (laughs) like Jake and his metaphor.
2: Metaphor, yeah. Nonsense. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, I've had, I've done it before for people that are familiar with the Regency series as well. Like the first two books in that are Rosalie's Duet. So it's Rosalie and Her Three Gentlemen. And then when you get to book three it switches povs again so it's madeline and two new gentlemen but it's the same thing of like burke just like steals every scene so burke is one of those <laughs> men and so it's but it's that same kind of thing of like i love that idea of switching from pov to being a side character of like wh- how are they perceived by other people or how do they enter like how do other people think about them how do other people interact with them tease them you know stuff like that so it's it's a ton of fun i love taking my mains and making them sides um and just getting to explore them from that different lens
1: you know so it's a lot of fun i when i walked up to your table and realized that you wrote why choose regency (laughs) my soul left my body i was like oh my God! I was so excited. Yay. I immediately put all of them on my TBR list um, yeah. and then yelled at my library for not having them. Um so I like did like the re- library request thing and then I was like, okay. Um but because mm-hmm. I, I love I also love a historical and why choose yeah. historical is not very that is rare not, yeah they're not yeah, that was a ton to of those. fun
2: that was my debut beautiful things was my debut and, and that's part uh, one in rosalie's duet and that's in m m m f uh <sighs> why choose regency romance it's delicious
1: oh, i cannot wait i love i yeah. love a fancy man <laughs> i love a fancy shirt i yeah. love i love trousers <laughs> yeah I, Will i even Um, book two
2: book two is actually my dedication in book two is it's dedicated to the costume designer for the Keira Knightley version of Pride and Prejudice and I say because you gave us the Matthew McFadden walking through a field at dawn moment and our lives will never be the same Never (laughs) those high-waisted pants that is like Jesus take take me take (sighs) me Mm -hmm. away uh yeah, so yeah, I dedicated it to to her, the costume designer. Oh, like, so God, I love a man in high waisted pants. Like, I was kind of. I even did a really funny TikTok when I was promoting those books of um, you know, like the classic joke with contemporary romances is like men in gray sweatpants, and so I'm like the gray sweatpants of the Regency mm-hmm. yeah. are the high waisted. <laughs> and I was like oh god like I give me high-waisted trousers yeah. any day over gray sweatpants like I'm feral feral for a high-waisted trouser especially if they've got it's a good pocket. look it's a very good
0: look yeah <laughs> oh, it's, it's a, a good look a yeah breech. breach breeches.
1: yeah mm, <laughs> love me some breeches.
0: oh man your tiktok and instagram reels though are, are impeccable <laughs> um I you're an inspiration truly <laughs> How, how do you do it? I can't even be on Instagram that long in a day. So it's incredible. I um, am. Well, with TikTok,
2: I've been when I'm in like heavy, heavy marketing phase of a book, I'm on TikTok more because for me, I have found I have found very little sales potential just for me and the way that I manage my Instagram it doesn't really translate to sales for me instagram like hitting a re- getting a reel to hit or something like that mm-hmm. whereas even with some of my lower performing tiktoks i can i can have tiktoks hit and see almost instant changes in my sales um, wow. so i'm pretty pretty darn active on tiktok and tiktok is the kind of app where it rewards you the longer you're on the app it rewards you and so it really does become i mean it's like like a casino, you know, if it's like the like <laughs> like a casino slot machine of like the longer they can keep you in there and keep you on the app, you're getting those incentives. You're getting movement, you're getting more traction, you're hitting the FYP mm. more. So there was, there was a time where I was pretty much posting like five to seven times a day, like in the heat of pucking around. Um, mm. But I noticed when I didn't, it was affecting my sales. And so even right now, I have not been as active with Pucking Wild and with that release, and I, it shows. It shows in my sales, but it's like, it that's one of the issues that you have as, a, as an independent author, the way that I am, is it's like, I have to write the next book. I have to. And so, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. this issue of, especially with the way I've set my TikTok up, is, you know, some authors will have it where you don't even see their face. Like, it's just... Just like vibe videos or something like that. Sure. My my TikTok brand is much more about me being forward facing. So it's me talking to my viewers, me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. saying things about my books or about me. Um, So that's really hard to like pass to someone else to have them help me, you know, make content. Yeah. And, like, even just to, like, give myself a break, even in the past, like, two weeks, I've been doing quite a lot of, like, using CapCut and things like that. But then my readers were, compl- like, some of them started to complain. They're, like, enough CapCuts already. You know? But it's oh, like, no. I <laughs> have to, like, some people are thinking they're funny, you know, so a lot of people are, like, keep them coming. They're hilarious. But it's, like, mm-hmm. I have to keep feeding the app in order Mm -hmm. for me to not like completely lose momentum but it's like i can't i'm trying to write i'm trying you know it's that that juggling that you have to do of like yeah y'all want more books to read right like i gotta write (laughs) but there's only so many hours in a day um and i gotta do social media too so yeah it's been it's been a juggle um but yeah, it's fun. I, I do enjoy it for, I know quite a few authors that do not, right? They do not <laughs> They do not enjoy the public facing social media stuff. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I tend, o- overall, I do enjoy it and I do have fun with it. Getting to see people and meet people and talk to them. Um, but it is a time suck. It is very time intensive.
0: I believe it.
1: Yeah, I have to, I had to delete it for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Right after it first came out, because uh, if you have like ADHD brain, um, it would just, I would be there <laughs> and I would be there and I wouldn't be able to. And then all of a sudden, yeah. like the entire day is gone yeah. and I've oh, accomplished so three, absolutely yeah, Three hours nothing. will go by and you'll be like, what mm-hmm. just happened? <laughs> it, it has allowed me to have... Uh, more, I guess, author engagement or to discover mm-hmm. and find books because via Facebook, but mm-hmm. also it was on like pucking around, showed up on a mm-hmm. lot of yeah. like book talk related things. And so I was yeah. able to kind of discover it that way. And mm-hmm. which leads me to one of our favorite questions to ask authors, which is who was your gateway? to romance like when did you
2: start reading yeah I started reading romance novels when I was in high school and it was actually kind of a it was actually kind of a funny thing of um I I went through a phase in high school where I've always been a voracious reader always but my go-tos were always going to be I love historical fiction I love um Love fantasy. So, like, even in historical fictions, I'd say maybe some of my earlier romances would like be like Philippa Gregory, right? Like, there's quite a bit of, there, there's some steam. Um, I'd say steam more than smut in those, but some of them, some of them can get very spicy, the Philippa Gregory books. But um, when I really picked up like a true romance novel, I actually, it was a conversation I had had with a friend, and we were both like, we want to read more widely across different genres. And so, I actually, the first one I ever picked up, it was at a dollar store and it was just one of those classic like prairie woman in the arms of a cowboy book type thing, you know. And so like I was joking with her. it was like, this is going to be me branching out like she had picked up like a like I think she picked up like a psychological thriller or something. And I picked up this, you know, blonde woman in pink dress being dropped into a field picture book you know and like i read it i can't even remember i can't i couldn't tell you the author's name now but i do know that like i saw her i saw her like the next day and i was like god damn it i cried (laughs) 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 you know it's like i read this thing in like three hours hooked me in cried and then yeah so she ended up she was like teasing me and she found her mom had like a whole bunch of them and she just gave them to me and was like, you want them, read them. And so I just like poured through them and was reading them. And yeah, they're just, they're just so easy. You know, they, they're just real easy. They're fun, easy to, to digest. But I'd say I got really into more of like smut level of spice books with the pandemic. Um, and that happened because when I, when the pandemic happened, I got my first Kindle. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's like, you're not going out in public, you know, so it's like, oh, I'll Mm -hmm. get a Kindle and I'll read. Because before then, I was like, really anti-e-reader. I was like, no, I want, I love the feel. And I still (laughs) do the feel of a real book in my hands. Um, But yeah, the pandemic changed everything, because then I got Kindle Unlimited. And then I fell into, that's what, that was the first time I ever read, like, Why Chooses, Monster Romances, you know, and much, much heavier steam and, you know, Spice and Smut and Um, so yeah that would have been the pandemic that I did that
1: I feel like a lot of people during the pandemic had their like their Mm -hmm. romance renaissance or discovered Mm -hmm. it because of Mm -hmm. Kindles and and KU and it was like for me when it hit I like I went on a like a a dry Mm -hmm. spell like I couldn't Pick up anything. I wasn't reading anything. I was miserable. And then I hit, I think Ooh. it was Ice Planet Barbarians. And I would literally, I would just walk Ooh. inside my house to get steps. and
2: wall to wall. Ice Planet
1: Barbarians. <laughs> and yeah. just wall, literally wall to wall. Like I would do like figure eights yeah. <laughs> around our like kitchen table. And like the couch, like I would just like figure eight and yeah. then I would get dizzy and I'd have to reverse my figure eight um, to kind of not be dizzy. And all the time I am reading yeah. about like yeah. 13 mm-hmm. inch blue alien dicks yeah. um, and spurs. And it was like popcorn mm-hmm. and it was such a, re- it was such a relief because it was such mm-hmm. a, uh, a reprieve from reality. And with that romance with a capital R yeah, you are guaranteed mm-hmm. that H E A, and and it was so nice to have all these emotional ups and downs, and then yeah, well yeah, okay, no, no,
0: no, no. yeah, they're so yeah.
1: happy now. On to the next one. Yeah. So I, whew, I feel that. I I think I use so I'm the same. I was very anti real mm-hmm. uh, fake fake. Mm-hmm. Book. I was anti Kindle for a long time. Um, but then I got oh. one and I read fast and I read, a, and especially mm-hmm. when we travel, Ooh. it's easy to take a bunch yeah. of books on a Kindle than it is to take physical books. So now I tend to treat physical copies as yeah. my like big game trophies. I'll read it. I'll read it on Kindle. And then if I really love it, yeah. I will, double, I, I will buy the physical copy and put it on my shelf.
2: Yeah. A ton of my readers say that, that they all start with Kindle Unlimited. And it's like, if they lo- if they know it's an instant reread, it goes to their Kindle of just like, I want it on the Kindle and I want it to stay on the Kindle. And then it's mm-hmm. like, if I really love it, yeah. i got to have it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And then they'll start being the collectors. I got to have them all on the shelf. So like, yeah. I even have, like, I just, I just released, or I just mm-hmm. saw a picture. Um, the Italian publisher had posted the cover for clicking around in Italian. And I had all these people that were like, where do I get it? I have to have it. It has to be collection, <laughs> like, you know. And they're like, I don't even read Italian. <laughs> so like, all right, but so it's just funny. It's like once you're the collector, and it's like I will. I, it's Pokemon season. I will have them all. Um, yes. So yeah, it's it's pretty funny that it's like wow. Like I, I read authors as a self published author, we really appreciate it when we have when we have some <laughs> of the readers that are like I did all the versions, all of them. I own them all.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know that's, that's me. I, especially I will, if I will find a book on KU, which is great because mm-hmm. it allows you to try out, uh, mm-hmm. almost, you know, hassle free mm-hmm. or a uh, different authors or try something out that mm-hmm. I may not have always,
0: you know, mm-hmm. bought
1: if I was at like the, a bookstore. Um, and then I'm the same. If I, if I really liked it, mm-hmm. uh, then I don't want to give it back. Uh, and then I will, and then I'll go yeah. buy the actual, I'll buy the ebook and then same thing. But then if I really, really like it, I will buy the physical copy. And then I get mad when they only come out in paperback. So then I, if I have them paperback and then there is a special edition hardback that comes out, yeah. I will mm-hmm. need to buy the hardback. So just in, just a very <laughs> subtle FYI, if you wanted to do some sort of, patreon situation i know i already Uh, i have i have quite a few i have
2: quite a few things in the works i have quite a few things that i'm I'm not at liberty to discuss but i am very well aware of how many of my readers want a hardback version um so okay
1: Okay. yeah i just felt it was my duty as a reader to uh
2: well, cause it's funny. Cause I don't like hardbacks. So desire. it's like, it just is always Which kind is, of the back of my mind. Cause it's like, I don't want a hardback. Mm-hmm. Why would they? But then all these people are like, I only want a hardback, you know, like the trophy hunters that they'll only mm-hmm. buy hardbacks, you know? And so, yeah. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta have a little something for everyone. You gotta have the audio, you gotta have the ebook, gotta have special edition Gotta have, you know? So yeah, I've been, I've been learning a lot and I've been passing, passing on what I have learned to <laughs> people of interest as we move forward. Um, but yeah it's
0: been fun oh wow so we are technically a romance reading challenge podcast okay so what what is your relationship to reading challenges like have you done any do you enjoy them do you hate them um
2: it, w- once i became more of an author it's i I can't stick to anything like that, you know? So it's like, mm. I see, I see readers doing them and they seem so much fun, whether it's like the 50, like the one that seemed really fun is like the 50 state one. Of like, Oh, that would be cool. Like a book set in all the 50 States. Um, I've seen a lot of my readers do like the alphabet challenges. Um, and then, you know, just kind of like the bingo challenges. So they definitely do seem like a lot of fun. And if I was a reader, if I felt more like just a reader, I would definitely take advantage because I'm also super competitive. So especially if there's anything (laughs) I could win something for doing it or doing it first, you could totally hook me. But the real issue for me is that when I'm writing, it's really hard for me to read when I'm writing. And really the only way I can read is I have, I have to read so far outside the genre that I'm writing in. Um, Mm. So, like, even, like, when I read Ice Planet Barbarians, when I was writing my Regency romance, you know, so it's, like, I was, like, what's what's, diff- what's different from a Regency mm-hmm. romance? <laughs> Alien Planet, you know? Um, or, like, yeah. the other one that I read, I read Ice Planet Barbarians, <laughs> and then I read, like, Finley Fenn's Orc series, and then I was mm-hmm. actually reading a lot of hockey romances. So it, it would be hard for me to, like, be inside the box of a challenge while I'm writing because I just... Reading is a luxury and I, I have to be real careful with what I read, otherwise it gets, you know, I just get real in my head and it's hard for me to read. Um mm-hmm. I do love challenges and I love when my readers do them and I love when I'm included in challenges and they'll be like, <laughs>
0: Oh, I read you for P for pucking around or
2: whatever. Um or like Florida for pucking around. So
0: it is fun. Awesome. I hadn't heard of that 50 State challenge. I am very interested. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I saw your ears. <laughs> yeah, pop I've up. seen
2: I've seen quite a few people do it. Where you, so you'd have to pick one for each state, and because then some of them will be like, "Someone help me! Where is the book <laughs> set in Delaware?" You know, or whatever. It's just like you yeah. have to this information of like, "Someone tell me where there's a book set in Montana."
1: I need to say, or we can redo this because I want to rewind. Mm-hmm. I just so I just like I said, I just started reading Pucking Wild, and there are so many instances where. <laughs> Uh, I am Tess and she is me. Like the opening page was literally, that is like when she says uh, about the sand. It's like the very first page. She's like, she's like the sand. And I like the vibes. I love like the oiled up men, but the sand. I was like, that's, that's me. I like the vibe of the beach. I like to look at the water but I do not physically like yeah. being on the beach because I well, like beach suit
2: off and it's she's um, got like I'm the bits of also- shell and, and sand, like <laughs> all over <across laughs> it's like under the crease of your boob and you're just like, ew, 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 but it's like that's literally been me of like you you're just like, Oh my god, like this is disgusting. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: I felt yeah. that so hard. I was like, "Oh God, yes, that's been me." I'm also, um, I'm also very, very pale yeah. with not red hair, but strawberry blonde hair, and so for me to go on the beach, I have to like slather head to toe <laughs> SBF 100. I like got a big hat on. I'm wearing mm-hmm. UPF clothing. We have a tent that is specifically <laughs> Haley's like sun tent because my my in laws. Yeah, I have a cave. My in-laws like to go to the beach and I and everyone is tan but me. So I I sit in my little vampire cave and read my smutty books. Yeah. Um, while well, everyone else frolics. <laughs> and it's just, it's not. Yeah, I tend Vibes to, I actually go to the
2: sand. beach more in winter test. than I ever do in summer. Because I mean, in summer, it's its just like, it's not even fun. Like it's so, like, especially when the water, it's like, if the water is like bath water and the sand mm-hmm. is like boiling, you're just like, this is, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm a, what, a lobster in a pot, you know, like this is not fun. Yeah. But yeah, so I tend to go more often. I like, and I don't really, I don't even love like just sitting on the sand. I sometimes will go and just do that, but I would so much rather like walk. So my favorite thing is I like to go and in the winter it's great because you can be bundled up. Like there's nothing better than like a polar fleece in the cold wind and just like walking. And it's so much quieter. You always get parking, you know? Yeah, because summer in Florida, trying to get to the beach is just like parking's going to be a nightmare and it's going to be mm-hmm. really, crowded and it's going to be so hot. You want to die. You know, we'll <laughs> just, just yeah. skip
1: it. We'll wait till November. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I like, I like winter beach. Um, we used to have a, like a camp, mm-hmm. on the beach at Grand Isle in Louisiana, which is beach. beach. You take whatever Florida is and <laughs> then you, you beach, you make it the, um, the, I don't know, uh, very, very poor, uh, (laughs) dirty relation. And that is the beach of Grand Isle, but I could walk my dog on the beach. And that was my favorite thing was to like throw the bumper and, you know, have my dog play in the surf and walk up and down when it was like. Florida has quite
2: a, uh, quite a few Uh, different rules about it. So you really have to pay attention to whether you can have pets on the beach or not. Because, like my my family for the longest time always went mm-hmm. down to the Gulf side like the like Destin or whatever mm-hmm. uh, and you can't have dogs any like anywhere on beaches there mm-hmm. whereas over on the Jacksonville side it's like sure have a have a dog have a, like horses like you'll go out there and people will do like sunset rides uh, on their horses all the time so it's just like bring whatever animal you want it's fine um but yeah so it's very different the different parts of Florida will be different of like absolutely no dogs allowed you know <laughs> Florida's like bro yeah
1: well speaking of dogs (laughs) um so we asked you uh because we're a we're also this is all getting wrecked with a guest segment we sent you some prompts Mm -hmm. to see if you could recommend us some books and one of the ones you chose was was, golden retriever main character so do you have what are your i guess what are your books that you
2: Yeah. Some golden retrievers. Yeah. Golden retrievers. I was going through and I was looking um, a a book series I recommend. I've been recommending it a lot to people because people have been finding my, I did a little standalone Omegaverse. And so they like, they read that and they loved it and they want more. And so one of the books, uh, a duet that I always recommend that has great golden retriever energy is um, uh, Lola and the Millionaires, right? So you you have a beta there, you have a beta and you have and Omega that have really strong, fun, sweet Golden Retriever energy. Um, so yeah, I love Lola and the Millionaires for the Golden Retriever-ness there. Um, you get some fun Golden Retriever in Magic of Eternity, uh, not Magic of Eternity, um, but it's the, what's the first one? Magic of Discovery, Britt Andrews. Um, so that's more of like paranormal romance. That's some why choose energy as well, but it's a, a range. You get like your dark and moody, but then you also get the sweet, precious, golden retriever energy you know so you got to have that balance um
1: tate james always
2: writes a golden retriever
1: i feel like you get that um what's the balance it's the Mm -hmm. the golden retriever with the black cat you get what what, somebody's somebody's a golden retriever and somebody's the black cat so tate
2: james like one of the first white shoes i ever read was the madison kate series and so you've got a really good golden retriever in that series um yeah. I, I like a, I like a golden retriever. I have, I have fun with golden retriever energy. um My friends, Kate King and Jessica Wilder, they did a series called the gentleman series and you've got a fun, he's a, he's a golden retriever, but he's also like an unaliver. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hell yes. That dual energy of like, he's a golden retriever for her. Anyone else better watch out. You know, that kind of vibe. <laughs> ooh Yeah. The gentleman series. Yeah, Kate King and Jessa Wilder. So it starts with Red Handed. So that's a why choose Mafia romance. Um, So that's a lot of fun. There's three in that one, uh, three books in that series. Um, And then, yeah, you've got some definite Golden Retriever Unalive series or Unalive or Energy. If you love M.M., Neve Wilder, it's book three in her extracurricular series. Um, So I think that one's called Show Me. Oh my gosh. The golden retriever energy. I love it so <laughs> much. He's a football player and he like has his by awakening and falls for the most adorable game man you will ever meet. Um, so that one's called show me the whole series is amazing. The books, the series starts with want me. Um, and, but you don't really have golden retriever energy in that one quite so much, but the third book oh, is so good. The third book very much too, has vibes of like, um, uh Nyla K's for the fans went viral this summer, right? Where it has that kind of like um camboy energy, right? Where it's like we're we're going to yeah. we're going to go on camera to make money, right? That's the kind of vibe with want, uh Show Me. Uh Show Me has like two roommates that end up kind of scratch your back, I'll scratch mine on the camera. <laughs> it's really good. It's adorable. I love that.
0: Oh, but, that yeah, clearly i could just keep really, going really
2: like good. let's just keep talking about <laughs> that should get i love st- it quite a few titles to get you started
1: <laughs> yeah no that is fantastic and i feel like you're all, you're all genres yeah. here like lola and the millionaires yeah. is 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 the mega megaverse um yeah Matt, so that's first i andrews. could not think of the series more- emerald
2: lake series so emerald lake series is brit andrews it's like five books um, but so it's, um, it's paranormal, right? So she's a witch. And it's a wide choose where each of the men in her harem have like different, they're different kinds of witches. So they have so like, she's a green witch, so she can kind of like, control growing things, plants, you know, that kind of thing. But then there's like a storm witch and, a you know, they, they all have different powers. Um, one of them's a shifter, you know, uh, <sighs> Mind I'm control power. So it's fun. So like each of the guys have different personalities and different magical powers and they all form this group and it's fun. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a golden retriever in that group. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. Paranormal, Omega, the Mafia Romance one, um, MM, by Awakening.
1: Yeah. These are <laughs> some incredible. Yes. These are some <laughs> incredible recommendations and I especially love like you hit a lot of like paranormal mm-hmm, like um, we're going into spooky season yeah. so we have some some witches but yeah. that bi awakening yeah. situation that's got to be on somebody's bingo there's, there's yeah. nothing
2: I love more than friend mm friends to lovers with a bi awakening is just like say less I will read it I will
0: read it like
1: yeah yeah I uh one of my favorite things was, um, again, I had to get mm-hmm. off Reddit because there's a lot of toxic energy there, but every now and then I would get a link to a Reddit and my favorite ones were always were the mm-hmm. guys that are friends or they just are roommates. And then mm-hmm. it's like the slowly unraveling. And this one guy is getting in like, he wants relationship advice. Cause like, he's like, Oh my God. Um, I'm not gay, but yeah. I do think I'm in, now in love with my roommate. And it's just like,
0: oh, yeah. baby, you are
1: just so precious. And yeah. I just love you so much. And then they'll do like an update. Like, we're going <laughs> on a date. And I'm like, yeah. oh, might be to I your don't wedding. dream.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: and, oh, um, yeah, no, I, and I was never... I feel like I didn't immediately mm-hmm. start reading MM. I I feel like a lot of heter like like a lot of heterosexual women mm-hmm. you start with heterosexual um, mm. romance. At least I did, and then when I discovered MM, mm. I was like, "Oh, this is mm. fantastic! I love it." And then you have why choose, and I just. And I actually get Mm -hmm. mad now. This is Chris and I both have this, this, this problem. Um, If Mm -hmm. it is a lady and it is multiple men, um, if at -hmm. least one set of swords don't cross, like we. It's hard to finish
0: a a book that like that.
1: Like I, I, yeah, I need, I just need every, Mm -hmm. and everyone doesn't have to love everyone. Like, Mm -hmm. cause in Lola and the Millionaires, not everybody is with everybody in and your book, you know, Ilma, it's, it's the racial relationship mm-hmm. dynamic mm-hmm. isn't, you know, the same between everybody. And I appreciate that, but yeah. I just need <laughs> some. It's interesting because I feel
2: like even, even five years ago, it was that much harder to market your why chooses if they did have MM, because the standard, the standard under the banner of like reverse harem was you would have a straight woman with three straight men and they just happened to do share scenes. But the most you would get, like, it was almost like the vibe that you got from most of them was like the men, it's often the best friend trope. So it's like the men are best friends and they'll be doing things like high fiving each other or, you know, like making it very clear that the touching they're doing is like bro touching, you know, Sure, sure. Um, but for, yeah, for me as a queer person, it just felt like uh, it, it didn't feel authentic that you would have mm-hmm. those kinds of moments in that kind of connection and not have any, you know, or even just things of like, like you almost had to like suspend reality in some of these RHS that it's like, they're not even touching, like they're not even like brushing arms or they're not even like, you know, yeah. just stuff like that. If it's like, even just, even just like, Sensitive touch of we're in the same place at the same time type touch, you know what I mean? Uh, but like suspend your disbelief because these men will not touch because they are straight. And the coding (laughs) you got was we're straight, we're straight, we're straight, we're straight. And yeah, that, but that was what sold. And so if you started to try and show more emotional men or you showed men that through the woman being the catalyst, they had affection for each other, it's like, well, that's a tough sell. Um, so as a queer person, I have been so grateful to see that transition, that there is a lot more space open now. Um, and in fact, I think the pendulum, like you're saying, has swung that other direction of if I'm going to read a White choose, I want it to feel more inclusive, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I do appreciate that for sure.
1: Yes. Yeah, I I agree. I do feel like the pendulum is swinging and I, I f- maybe I am biased but I do feel like romance novels have kind of led the forefront of this sort of shift mm-hmm. in perception of of relationships and relation the openness mm-hmm. of relationship dynamics and yeah. what is acceptable yeah. and what we can talk mm-hmm. about because you know yeah. um, there have been. Uh, same-sex couples since the dawn of time like polyamory mm-hmm. is not a new thing um yeah but it's <laughs> kind of it, it's almost like we were in for a long time we were in the puritanical dark ages of what is al- yeah. what is allowed to be it was made taboo yeah yeah and I yeah. feel like we're kind of coming mm-hmm. slowly but surely back out of that and I I yeah. feel rather strongly that the as the romance is more main mainstream it's mm-hmm. kind of bringing these relationship dynamics into more mainstream mm-hmm. and allowing yeah. readers a more authentic experience so Take that haters. Yeah.
2: I, I have been, I have been so pleased, uh, you know, when I, you know, you get readers that will reach out to you all the time that want to, you know, share whatever, like whatever impact the books have had on you. I have, I have had so many readers reach out to me after pucking around to say that they had always struggled with feelings of, wanting to live a more polyamorous lifestyle and that my book emboldened them to talk to their partner and be open with their partner about how they feel. And you would not believe how many I have talked to that said their partner felt the same. And now they're the happiest they've ever been as that, you know, like in the one case I literally, this was literally just last week of one of my readers that was like, I've been in love with my best friend for years, for years, I've been in love with my best friend, but I'm happily married to my partner as well. And, you know, they basically were like, the three of us live together now and we've never been happier. And it was because we read your book and then it, that led us to have the freedom to discuss how we all actually felt, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it's been it's been amazing to see how people are like, what, what communication can look like and that, how they can like take the lead from like these fictional characters of like, they just talked about it. They talked about it. It was awkward. It made them uncomfortable, but they did it you power through and all you can do is be your authentic self. So it's like, all I can do is tell you, this is who I think I am. Um, And it's been really, really exciting to see how many cases the readers have been like, they were open to it or, or realizing that communication was the key to seeing that they too felt like something was missing and that they also want to explore more, you know? So it's been amazing. It's been really cool.
1: I, yeah, it's just, I mean, that's how I I feel like that's how I feel when I have, was have been reading like romance novels it's it allows yeah. you the the safety to kind of explore things that mm-hmm. you can't explore safely in yeah. in real life yeah. and it allows the reader uh, I mean I feel like me partic- mm-hmm. in particular to um get the language to express, mm-hmm. Your needs and wants and desires to a partner yeah. because sometimes you feel a certain way and you don't know exactly how to say it and then all of a sudden you read a book mm-hmm. and the sort of same situation happens in the book and yet you brilliant writers have given us the words <laughs> and now and now yeah. you can see it play out and you're like oh yeah okay honey <laughs>
2: it's, it's a I think, I think one of my favorites (laughs) So like, like pucking around has done a lot for people to be like, I think I too am polyamorous. The thing that I have loved, it's like, love this journey for everyone involved has been with Pucking Wild, there's a pegging scene. And so I have had so it's only been out for a couple weeks, but I have already had so many readers that have said, I showed I had my partner read the pegging scene. You know, and so I've had all of these people that have shown the pegging scene to their men that have previously said, nothing's going in there. (laughs) So, so like, I've had so many readers that were like, he read it and was like, okay, we'll try it. (laughs) You know, and, it's like, like, and they were like, oh, my God, he's a convert, you know, <laughs> so they're like, they're like, he loved it. So it's just been so funny of all of it's like, never, I will never do that. I'll never do that. But you like read Ryan do it and you're like, yes, I'll try it. <laughs> so I'm like, I I'm love everyone involved for everyone involved. I love that journey for you. <laughs>
1: so i haven't gotten to that part yet but based on your dedication There's, i did yeah. assume it was yeah, coming I give it also away. Yeah. i well, do want a scene
2: yeah the sauna scene is another one that even if they're oh. not ready to try pegging they're ready to try the sauna scene which is you know playing with a plug and yeah so i've had i've had both like they're warm they're warming it up they're moving that direction they might not be exactly. ready for pegging yet but they are ready for a plug
1: and I love, I got to, I was on page, I think 35 and they're at the wedding mm-hmm. and this is where, uh, it's Ryan's POV uh-huh. and he's like, Navi's an asshole in the best of days, but his defense of our teammates is oddly touching to see who would have ever pegged him as such an ally. And then I did like a note. Cause I like ha- just the, based on the dedication, I was like dropping hints, Emily. <laughs> yeah. Interesting choice of uh, verbiage there. (laughs) Ryan
2: is still very much in his innocent phase at the wedding. Yeah. We've got to, he's got to warm up a little bit before he's becomes daddy Ryan.
1: (laughs) So I guess our next recommendation we asked for, or you wanted to give us was for spooky season and holiday books.
2: Yeah, spooky season holiday. Well, you had already mentioned earlier. You mm-hmm. mentioned you mentioned um, Sam Nascosta. and so she just released a duology. Um, it's the Hollow. So it's the the first one is MMM, and it's like. The Headless Horseman and Ichabod and I think like a polo player or something. It's like these like college frat boy polo players and the Headless Horseman or something. So that one's MMM. And then there's an MF in the duology as well. Uh, that just came out, I think, like a week ago. I think
1: like the fifth. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it 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 definitely just
2: came yeah. out. So there's that duology. Um, another one I was thinking of, because I think you said like Spooky and or Holiday And um, a friend of mine, um, Kelly, Kelly Reynolds, who she does also, podcaster, she does the um, Boobies and Newbies podcast. And so she has a couple of holiday novellas. The first one uh, came out a couple months ago around Christmas time, um, and it was uh, uh, Meet Me in Los Feliz. And then she has another one coming out early next month. That's uh, Venice, actually. So it's these love stories that <laughs> she has set. She has set in um, uh, LA, and um, yeah, a lot of fun, great, great, like uh, body positivity representation, queer representation. She does a lot of fun stuff with um, uh, like toys, you know, and and being willing willing to uh, explore kink together and things like that. But they're novellas, so they're short. They're a lot of fun. Um. Yeah, I was trying to think. There's there was a couple of the spooky ones. I think. Um, oh, I guess it's not really a it's not really spooky or a holiday, but I always think of that with like monster. Uh, my friend Ashley Bennett just released uh, the next in her um, series, uh, Mantras and Minotaurs, and so that's a fun one because it's. Um,
1: a I've later seen that in one.
2: Romance, yeah, it's a later in life romance. It's Alistair the Minotaur. And Pam, um, who's like I think Pam's like in her fifties and kind of like just like starting over. Um and yeah, just I love I, I have like a soft spot right now for the later in life romances. There's one that I really want to write that would be like in my Jax Ray's universe. But I just love that idea, especially because I've had so many readers like from the Regency and then now to Pucking Around of, I've had so many readers that are like, I'm in my fifties. I'm, you know, and like that mm-hmm. reading my books, they're like, you've kickstarted my my sex life, you know, like my husband and I are like, like, like kids again or like whatever, you know, so it's just so fun. It's so fun to hear from people that are, in different stages of life. You know, we always read about, I'm 21 and my boobs are still perfect. (laughs) And it's like, God, I want to read, I want to read about someone who's 51 and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just a different stage of life. Um, So that's a lot of fun. So that's Pam and Alistair um, with Mantras and Minotaurs. Um, But yeah, I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of sad when it comes to the spooky books because there was one that I really, I was really hoping that I would have one that would be written in time for Halloween. Not going to happen. I'm on, I'm on deadline with another project, so it won't happen. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of like salty for all of my friends that are getting to publish their Halloween novellas and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's not going to be me. Oh no. <laughs> Maybe next year. Maybe I have, I have high hopes for doing a my own kind of monsterish halloween release novella type thing so
1: monster
2: yes oh, i nice. wait to do a monster romance it's i've got i've got drafts i've got characters i've got yeah it's gonna be so much fun it's definitely coming oh. it just might take yeah. a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah.
1: but don't, sh- nope, yeah. oh um, no pun intended um oh my god i lost the train of trite, because you said definitely coming it's just going to take a while and then i just <laughs> Smut books, and then all I have—that's all I—that's all where my brain went. I'm so sorry, everybody. Um, I love—I love a monster. I also I love, like, I think what I appreciate so much about C.M.S. Costa and this sort of is, it's monsters, but in a contemporary everyday mm-hmm. setting. I love an everyday monster. I love a monster. Mm-hmm. At the grocery store, getting Cheerios for their kids. Like, yeah. I just really, there's just something so magical about it. I never knew I needed it until I stumbled yeah. kind of across this subgenre. And now I can't live without it. That's and, very you know, another- much
0: Leviathan's Fitness series by Ashley yeah. Bennett. Like, it's very much yeah. that. Yeah, the everyday monster. Yeah.
2: Um, I was going to say that. And then I was also going to say another good friend of mine, who's also a very dear friend of Ashley is kind of like we, the three of us met kind of together um, is uh, Cleo Evans. And so Cleo Evans, if that's what you're wanting of kind of like slice of life, like the, especially like Warts and Claws is a really fun one. So Warts and Claws is the novella series where it's like, office romances, monster office romances. <laughs> and so it's all these different pairings. Cleo is very queer positive too. So you get a lot of really fun, different kinds of pairings. You get FF pairings. Um, I think there's even like an FFF pairing in that. Um, so whether it's the Creature Cafe is a fun one that Cleo did, that series um, that has, I, I'm pretty sure that it's, I wanna say there's like six or seven books, maybe even more in Creature Cafe. Um, but then, yeah, Warts and Claws, I think, is complete now. And that's the fun one of like work office romances with months.
1: <laughs> I I think it was so there's, oh, my God, I'm blanking on the author. Um, it was Live Laugh Lich, and then the orc. Kate Pryor. Kate Pryor, the orc um, from The Office. She mm-hmm. is who I discovered uh, that I did, again, uh, I did not know I needed this spe- very specific subgenre of Monsters in an office setting, and that is she. Is when I was like, Oh no, I do really need this. So I have Cleo Evans on my Kindle right now, but I haven't like I've downloaded all of them, but I haven't read them yet. And I think I might have to start with Warts and Claws because I do office romances. I do really love a monster office romance. Yes, and
2: they're short, right? They're quick reads. They're more of novella length, <laughs> so they're quick reads. Um, so yeah, that's that's fun for sure. For me, one, one of my favorite TV series, you know, like, a, like a comfort series for me was, I, I and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I preferred the series to the books for this one, but it's um, uh, True Blood. Um, and so I just love... I love the campiness right like it's so Mm -hmm. camp and like I love I love the combination of like dark bloody funny campy
1: like Mm -hmm. doesn't
2: take itself seriously you know and so I would love to kind of bottle those vibes and do my own kind of thing that it's like yeah like it would be kind of my ode to true blood so kind of paranormal but also have monster and also yeah um
0: It'd be so much I fun. would say less, Emily. Yes,
1: yeah, say less. I would. When when can I read it? Do you yeah. need alpha and or beta readers? Um, I, I wanted to hi. work on it
2: so bad, but I was I was waiting. I wasn't sure when my edit letter would drop because I have another project that is in the editing stage with a uh, you know traditional publisher and. Um, And so, yeah, I finally got that letter. So it's like, here we go. You just really have to kind of drop everything, transition Mm -hmm. to that other project. So it was like the thing that had to get dropped was my little monster novella uh, romance. So by the time, by the time I finish these edits, I'm going to have to be deep into Pucking Sweet, right? Because that has to come next. So I don't want to keep the readers waiting for that one. So, yep, it's going to be, it's going to be the the cool fantasy project I'm working on now and then back to hockey for a bit. So, um, but it's good. I, I, I'm a mood writer as much as I'm a mood reader. I'm a mood writer too. So it was actually really daunting to think of having to go right back into hockey, like to finish Pucking Wild and then just do another one. Um, Mm -hmm. that's really tough for me. Mm -hmm. It's tough for my brain. It's tough for my creativity. So I was looking at doing the little novella just as like a palate cleanser, you know? Um, Mm -hmm before I could dive back into hockey again. Um, but now this other thing has come up. So I'll do this as a palate cleanser and then i will be back to hockey again.
1: <laughs> so this is a, I don't know what you, what you're allowed to like say about yeah. it, but this is a fantasy that's it like is, traditional. It will, be,
2: it will be my adult fantasy debut for traditional <gasps> publishing. So I'll be hopefully be able to announce stuff soon. Like uh, I've, I've mentioned it in some other places and some people that have been following me for quite a while. know um, Cause I it's like, I was talking about it for a while and then I wasn't, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> and she disappeared because I was on submission with it. And yeah, it's it, traditional publishing is so bananas. Like that's what I was trying to even explain to the editors of like, I first wrote this book. I had a full draft of this book four years ago, you know, four years ago. And that's how long the process is of like, I queried it for about a year before I, I was querying it as more of like a YA project before I did a really strong edit of it. And because even then it was like up, I was like upper YA or, you know, basically it was like new adults, Hmm. but I was trying to target it for YA and I was just like, I don't, I don't want to be a YA author. I want to go, up, you know, I'd rather it be spicier mm-hmm. than not, you know, etc. So I did a big edit of it and kind of wrote it the way I wanted to write it and put it back on the market as an adult book, got some great traction with it, um, and ultimately did end up getting picked up with it. But then, you know, two years go by, you know, as as you're in that process, because I had a full-time job at the same time, and, and the query trenches just take forever. Traditional publishing takes forever. Then a pandemic started, you know, so it was just really... Uh-huh really a very long process. So it's, it's been kind of fun though, because to get the edit letter and to be able to dive back in, I don't hate it, you know, cause sometimes you can reach a point where it, when you've spent so much time with a project, you're just like, mm-hmm. I hate you now, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like enough yeah. time had passed that it feels like I can walk into it fresh and I can walk into it and be like, Oh, this is fun. This, I remember this, you know, instead of it being like <laughs> I can't escape you, you know? So it's actually, I feel in a very good mental headspace with it actually of like, Oh, this is going to be fun. I'm ready to go back. Um, And yeah. So I've been editing like crazy. Well,
1: we can't wait to hear about the news on that. Yeah. Yeah. it
2: will be a lot of fun. A lot of fun.
1: Fantasy is one of, is my fallback genre. Uh Um, It's, Uh it's my kind of safe, and comfort zone Yeah. so the fact that you mm. Emily author mm. Emily Rath is <laughs> right that you're writing a adult fantasy book yeah.
2: well and it's me so you know it's going to be more of like romanticy like there's very strong very strong romance um, it's going to be the least spicy of anything I've written so far but the romance will definitely be there um Strong romance and and there is spice on the page, but it's just nothing like you know a pucking a pucking around level of spice on the page. Sure, sure. Um, it's just different. It's just different storytelling, different level of romance. But I I can't help myself. I have to have at least a little bit of kissing on the page. I just, I, love it. <laughs> I just, <laughs> so, I yes, definitely a romanticy.
1: I love, oh my God, I love a romantic. I was just talking about that with our store, uh, my bookstore manager today. We were talking okay. about new releases that are coming out and things we want to stock for the store. And yeah. we were going through stuff and we were like, romanticy, romantic, romantic, because that's our True. favorite, like yeah. our favorite mm-hmm. genre. And I'm yeah. like, mm, yes, it doesn't have, I don't, I don't need like a five alarm chilly romantic. Yeah. I am happy, I am happy to accept a five mm-hmm. alarm chili romanticity yeah. <laughs> but it even like just an undercurrent like um yeah. i think one of the oh well we were talking we were also talking about golden retriever mm-hmm. uh, MCs, and one of the book series that we love is leviathan song by elsie mm. winters mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it is it is it is just the Oh, I'd say a one chili sort of spice. It's not closed door, but it's, it's not pucking around, but there's just the romance and the swoons and the pining and it's just, they're just so cute. And I, I love that too. I just nom nom. I eat that up with a spoon. So I cannot, I'm, All of this to say, I am very, very, very excited about this new project, yeah.
2: Yeah. I think one of my all-time favorite, low spice, standalone fantasies is, I love Naomi Novik, and so um, Spinning Silver. Spinning Silver is one where it's like, not even, I would say probably not even half a chili pepper, you know what I mean, of like, nothing happened, like, it was even to the point where it's like, like, Naomi was giving me heart palpitations, because you realize it's like, You're getting, you're getting closer and closer to the end of the book. And you're like, when I really, when I really knew, like, I don't think it's, guys, I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. You know, it's like, it's not gonna happen on the page. But so it's like, you just keep reading it. It's like the book is like thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner, and thinner. And you're like, oh my God, oh my God. But it's like, it works. It works for the book. It works for the story. It's like not even a half a spice. Like it's, but it's just like, oh, it worked for me. Whereas you can read like Uprooted, Uprooted has some more spice on the page. So that's like a one spice, a two spice. Um, but the romance elements are there. Like she, Nomi does a lot more like understated, right? Understated romance. Mm. But sometimes you want that. Sometimes you don't want. Sometimes you don't want a pucking round, right? Pucking round's got a lot mm-hmm. of spice on the page, um, and that can be fun. But not everyone's in the mood for that all the time. And I actually really appreciated that—that um, that there was kind of a movement there for a little bit. It was—it was several months ago, but especially on TikTok, you really saw because when I first joined TikTok, it was basically like, "Give me the spiciest thing that you have," and spice is so subjective. You know, that mm-hmm. it was just for me, it just felt like it was a very weird conversation that we were having because spice is different for everyone. And that's what I kept trying to tell people. It's like, like when I would try and tell people, like for me, one of my favorite five spice books, it's a five for me. I love it. And I feel like it is so spicy is birthday girl. And I made a TikTok about that. And people were just like, that's not spicy at all, you know? And so I'm like, okay. For you, it wasn't. (laughs) me, it was really spicy. I loved it. It got me there, if you know what I mean, you know? And um, yeah, so it was just a very strange conversation that people were like, these are the spiciest books. And, And people still do it quite a bit on TikTok, but it's just like, guys, it's all subjective. It's all subjective. So some people, like people were saying that about Pucking Around, it's the spiciest book I've ever read. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But for a lot of people, it's not going to be as spicy, you know, because it doesn't have as much kink. There's not darkness to it. There's not, mm-hmm. you know, for some people it's like, if it's not CNC, it's not spi- It's not a five spice. And for me, it's like CNC <laughs> is not spicy to me. CNC, because it's yeah. not what I like. It's not what I prefer. It's not a turn on. So it's not mm-hmm. ever going to be five spice for me, ever, you know? oh, So it's just very strange.
1: No, yeah. I I have seen this a trend in on TikTok and also in like smutty reading groups Mm -hmm. where when people are saying five spice or whatever, they are often talking about the dark romance, like all Mm -hmm. the kink stuff, like the CNC. uh, If there's not, if there's, you know, it's not five spice unless there's gunplay. And it's like, that's, I agree. That's not, it doesn't work for everyone. My jam. Yeah. Whereas there's this one scene in *Strange Love* mm-hmm. uh, by, oh my god, Anne Aguirre. Uh, and Aguirre, where?
2: Hold on. Sorry, my kiddo is here and he's getting a pillow. No. If anyone is listening to the podcast, this is a <laughs> rare exclusive. My child is in. There. Right. Good night, doodle. my, room. Oh, get out of my room. This is <laughs> we're at my in-laws' house. He's like, get out of my room. But anyway, oh, you are saying.
1: Um as there is a there is a scene in Strange Love by Anna Guire where mm-hmm. it is literally just her touching his uh alien frill that is like yeah. I am so turned on right now and I, <laughs> I don't understand why.
2: I know I made a video <laughs> where I was talking about like so it's like so for some people it's only a five spice if it's you know She's being simultaneously attacked by four people, and it's a CNC scene or whatever. You know, it's like. But for me, a five spice would be like, like give me a two hundred thousand word dreamy workplace romance, slow burn, where, where we're at a hundred thousand words before he looked <laughs> at her across a room, and I'm like, you've got me. <laughs> it's like you. Like, it's like nothing has even happened. He just looked at her across the party. <laughs> so it's just like that got Emily there. Five spice, you win.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's ourselves,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so funny. It's all it's all subjective. So it ha- it is fun. Like, does it feel good? Is it fun for people to be like Pie is round, rounds? The spiciest book I've ever read. It's like, yeah, sure, it's fun, but it's also so totally subjective. Like, unless I know what you're measuring like how you measure it (laughs) it also kind of just doesn't really mean anything you know so yeah but it's it is it's fun and it's never it's not going to go away I don't think but yeah it is just kind of fun to see how people talk about it or how people measure different books and it's always a very strange thing for someone to come at you and tell you the thing you think is spicy isn't spicy you know what I mean it's like just like all right uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Since you, since no, since our listeners can't see my face, um, I just did a real hard eye roll at yeah. that, where it's like, your opinion on what's spicy, it's like- To it's, you. It's, it's, to you, it's, <laughs> That is the definition of an opinion. Yeah. Like, I, know. I so this, know. This is a subjective scale,
2: not yeah. objective.
1: Yeah.
2: I just remember it was funny when I was posting about that. People would be like, you're wrong. Like, all right.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, but that's one of the things when we do our uh, our prompt episodes and we mm-hmm. we score mm-hmm. everything. So we have big brain stuff, uh, pant, uh, swoons, pants mm-hmm. feelings, um, the ending, and then like an mm-hmm. overall score. And we do it out of five. Mm-hmm. And there are times where a book can have like maybe one like spicy scene right but Mm -hmm. it is a five spice just like the buildup was so good the tension Mm -hmm. was so good every the things you feel like you are feeling it and that's fine you know that's and then there are other books where there's it's super like I just read a book that for all intents and purposes is a horny book like it is just Mm -hmm. a horny book but mm-hmm. it is horny in such a way where it's like mm, it's just funny and kind of awkward. But like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really feeling that. Like, yeah. mm. and so n- doesn't feel like a spicy book to me. Very horny, yeah. not spicy. Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah. Right. Can I ask what your zodiac signs are? Ooh,
1: yes. I am a Sagittarius.
2: Okay. Cause this can help when you're talking, when you're like, you're talking about spice like having a spicy conversation. Mm-hmm. If I know what your signs are, sometimes it helps. Okay. I'm an Aries. An Aries. Okay. <laughs> so, so we have Caleb, Caleb, is the Sagittarius and Pucky around mm-hmm. and Mars is the Aries. <laughs> but yeah no it's fun. I, i'm a double cancer so typically what i do when i talk about like when it comes to like subjectivity with spice or the fact that you know i can read a 200,000 word germaine workplace romance and be like five <laughs> <It's> like because <laughs> it's the emotion right of like for like for yes. a sagittarius too especially it's like it's that emotion so it's like you can draw it out But if you're keeping me hooked with that tension and with that need and that hunger, you know, they can be on opposite sides of a planet and you can still be feeling like this is hot. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: No, absolutely. Um, I like, don't get me wrong. I read um, heated rivalry and that book literally Mm -hmm. starts with a bang and then Mm -hmm. it's, and it maintains it. And it's also the relationship dynamics are really great, Mm -hmm. but like I said there are other books where and I almost prefer I like I like a slow burn it's not my favorite really? I also like a little a really spicy book but mm-hmm. I just want that relationship mm-hmm. build up I mm-hmm. mean they can they can be they can be going at it 20 15 20 30% into like whenever I don't care mm-hmm. as long as there's some sort of establishment of mm-hmm. the relationship dynamic. I guess yeah. instant instant love is probably my least favorite. Like insta love mm-hmm. is probably my least favorite trope and I find yes. it is the hardest one to do it well,
0: mm-hmm. which is why
1: mm-hmm. really really surprised because I feel like in pucking the that pucking one, oh my god, that one night? That one night. Uh-huh. Um and then with Jake and Rachel, it is, you do have that Insta. Very Insta-lovey, yeah. Insta-lovey connection.
2: Yeah. But it's funny because the whole thing is like, I I have him as a Taurus, right? And so mm-hmm. I've talked to so many people that were like, oh my God, that was my partner. Like my partner is a Taurus. And it was the kind of thing of, it's like, he he knew on our first date, I'm going to marry that one. I like that. That's the one I like. I want that one. And so it's like on <laughs> our- on our first date, he knew he was going to marry me, and then he did. And like for Rachel being the double cancer, it's the same kind of thing because it's like I'm a double cancer, she's a double cancer. Um, we have very little in common otherwise, but uh, <laughs> it's that same kind of it's that same kind of thing. of it's like I knew, I knew on my first date that I was going to be with my partner. It's just you, there's just a feeling, you know. So it's like I I have talked about this before. But I very much stand by insta love connections because I had one you know, and Mm -hmm. they can be real. And I've had all these readers, like that's, especially with Jake being the Taurus and they're like, oh my God, that is such a Taurus of like, (laughs) I picked picked the one I want. That's the one I want. And you will not change my mind. I've picked that one, you know? And so that's, what's fun though with the why choose is you get to have all the different dynamics. So Mm -hmm. even while you have Jake and Rachel being the insta-love, if that's not your thing, you have the slow burning, by awakening friends to lovers with Jake and Kay and you have Elmari there dragging his heels as the Aries, you know what I mean? And so there's, there's options for everyone of, it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. just like, that's the fun that's the playfulness that you get to bring in all the different relationship dynamics but yeah I'm I'm very much I am team insta-love I believe it's a thing even though I know that it can drive readers crazy but I think there are ways (laughs) to do it and why chooses that can make it really fun and can especially like can help you be getting spice on the page faster you know that kind of Uh thing um I love yeah
1: I do say I hate insta-love, um, but I also had an insta-love connection with my partner. Yeah. <laughs> so it is kind I'm
2: of- looking for like, reality. I'm not here for real life. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, <it's
1: laughs> give life.
2: me the pining. Give me the drama and the miscommunication <laughs> oh. for 100,000 words.
1: Oh, give me just the- It's really the, the, the
2: angst. <laughs> just...
1: Yeah. I, but I don't- uh... But I, it's so funny because I will say I don't like angst. Like I'll be like, oh, it's angsty. I don't know if I want it. And then I will read a book that is angsty, and I will love it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's Sagittarius in me. I don't even know my own mind.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think my favorite right now, my favorite, if it's gonna have heavy angst, it has to be an MM. I don't know. I don't know mm. what what I'm in right now. This headspace I'm in that like, if I'm if I if you're trying to ask me to buckle in. For angst with like an MF, I'm like, no, I have no interest (laughs) in following you on that journey. You know, but if it's, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, exactly. Buckle in, like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm in this car. I will ride it to the end of the line. Yeah, but yeah, maybe maybe ask me in six months because I'm such a mood reader. It's like ask me in six months and I'll have changed. I'll be in a different headspace altogether, and I'll be like no angst whatsoever. But doubtful, I do love me some angst. I really do love angst. But.
1: Okay, well, I think that wraps this episode up. I mean, <laughs> I think so we've only been go- talking for like almost two hours. <laughs> um, this was it does. This was incredible. Um, I still can't believe we're talking to Author Emily Rap. So it's fine, it's fine. Um, we did swear that we would be real cool about it. Um and I I've done think my best. We did a good job of yeah. playing cool about this. I I I actually I'm really um very thankful that you had to delay recording for 30 minutes because it did allow us. Like a couple extra minutes of just mm-hmm. squealing at a high <laughs> pitched frequency to get out of our system. So when you did yeah. show up, we could pretend to be normal people. And well,
2: and hopefully the manner in which I showed up showed that I too am a a normie. <laughs> Whereas I show up, I don't know what part of this will get into the recording, but I basically showed up like I'm wearing cat pee pants. <laughs> I am a very normal person. I am very, I, I, yes, I'm super normal and have the same problems everyone does, like having to get my cat in a carrier and then he peed in it. And then I had to turn around and drive in a car full of my cat pee. Oh, no. I was late to the recording, but it's fine. I have a margarita and... It's, it's thank you so much good. for the lovely evening with you two beautiful people. And... <laughs> yes. yes.
1: Thank you so so much for uh for being here and yeah. recording with us and Absolutely. dropping some choice hints about this new book uh you have coming out and yeah. the lineup. I I cannot wait. I'm so excited to finish as soon as we get off of this. I'm going to go uh Read Pucking Wild because <laughs> I have been waiting all day. I've been out driving a lot today, so I haven't been able to, yeah. to actually read, and yeah. I have been very sad about it.
2: Yeah. Um, well, and for all those people that have been waiting, waiting, waiting for audiobooks, I can just slip in and say that they are coming starting next <gasps> month. Right. So we are going to have Pucking Around. Pucking Around is coming October seventeenth. And then Pucking Wild is going to be coming, I believe, November 7th. Let me check my calendar to make sure. October 17th. Merry Christmas to me. November 7th, Pucking Wild goes live. November 21st, that one night goes live. We are going to have a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot more hockey romances to come through the fall. Um, And, yeah, I'm very excited because I basically, from the moment Pucking Around released, I have had someone in my DMs every day Sometimes every hour of every day, asking me about audio. <laughs> I've been like, <laughs> I, sold the right, I sold the rights, I think the week before the book came out. So for me, I've just been in this oh, wow. position of like, they're not my rights anymore. They're not my rights. I don't have them. Yeah. And, you know, finally, finally, we've got Tantor. We've got three great narrators that are working on it. Um, and oh. so that's about a month out. So we've got um, only about a month to wait. And then pucking around can come to your ear holes. So that
0: should
1: be oh. fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm
0: very excited to hear it. Yeah. Tantor does great too, audiobooks too. Yeah. Yeah. You can find more Emily on Instagram at Emily Wrath Author, on TikTok at Emily Wrath Books, and mm-hmm. on her website, Emily yes. And then you can find more of us Romnivores on Instagram at The Busy mm-hmm. Uh And also on our website, Mm thebusyromnivores.com.
1: Thank you for that save, Kristen. (laughs) And then, uh, did we talk about when Pucking Sweet is coming? I don't think.
2: Yeah, Pucking Sweet's going to come out um, in the spring. So basically, like Emily has more news. There are reasons why we've got a little bit more of a delay. So it's basically going to be, you know, six months, which I know a lot of readers are like, faster, faster. Um, it can't. It literally can't. It can't. But yeah, but you're going to love the reason why everyone settle in. I'm going to be able to announce a lot of stuff here. We already know that there is a UK that's still Commonwealth so, deal that's so already been um, kind of quasi announced, um, so that the books are going wide across the UK Commonwealth. Emily has more updates <laughs> coming soon. Um, but it has meant that there's, there's a delay. There's a publishing delay um, with the next book um, because I have to get a lot of people duck, ducks in a row, you know, herding cats. You got to get all the cats going in the right direction. Um, it's like too, soon. Too, uh, too much cats in my life. Well, to go with ducks, we're herding ducks. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm, yes, Pugging mm-hmm. Suite should be coming in May, in May of next year. But sure. between then, while we wait for Pucking Sweet, we will have audiobooks galore. We're gonna have another round of the Pucking Ever After, Happily Ever After content. We may be getting a novella, the Lemongrass Novella expansion. We're just gonna have to see because uh, you know, Pucking Sweet has to come first. I have to write it, um, and I am editing the um, the adult fantasy stuff right now. Um, so a lot, a lot is gonna come from my corner of the universe. Um, lots
1: more stories to tell, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited to tell them and we are excited to just gobble them down mm-hmm. just just S- all mm. all of the noms all of them until next time Romnivores. stay hungry read voraciously and don't forget your
2: sunscreen bye, bye. bye.